I'd like to dive right in. What you want to dive right into? <laughs> what's your piece of news, Josh? Um, it's not too crazy, and it doesn't really affect any of us. But uh, PS <laughs> PS2 emulation on the PS4. Oh yeah. Hmm. I like it. So, I actually didn't look into that, but I thought there were already PS2 games on the PlayStation Store. Me too. And there weren't? I don't know. At all? I have no idea. I don't know. Or does this mean you can put your disc in? I'm looking now. Yeah, that'll be good clarification. Because that that didn't seem like news to me either. But the disc thing, I guess, would make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I doesn't say anything about it on a GameSpot article I'm reading. It For, is it is pretty funny that they uh are probably still never going to do PS3 because they have that service um that they're going to try and push PlayStation now. Yeah, PlayStation now. Yeah. And they'd shoot themselves in the foot if they tried to not do that. First PS2 title that comes to mind you'd want to play. What would it be? That's a tough one. That I don't know why. I haven't I, already played. I don't know. I, I I associate so strongly with my PS2 days. Onimusha. Me, yeah, I still do want to play that someday. Man, they, um, man, do I love that game. They've released so many of them that I was just thinking of on in collections, too. True, true. Like, I was thinking... Ratchet and Clank's Devil May Cry, Final Fantasies, all of that. Maybe I guess Final Fantasy twelve. I never finished it. I never finished ten. That's so crazy yeah. to me, Josh. Because you got really far into it, didn't you? Up to sin. Unreal. You yeah, pretty much. Pretty much the end of the game. Was that? <laughs> the, I was on the the, the airship before. Sin. It was absolutely the end. That's essentially the end of the game. Yeah. <laughs> I don't... had a bunch more boss fights to go. Yeah, boss I don't know why I ever it. quit. To be honest, I don't remember because I def I don't think it, I actually hard. fought sin and like gave up. It wasn't that I I mm-hmm. not sure. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, that ending's rough. Rough Welcome isn't difficult. Two v one podcast where we don't finish Final Fantasy X. I'm Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Nick. Josh. Um. So wait, the battle was tough, or the whole sequence is pretty tough. Yeah, the, only, the only reason. I had such an easy time with it was because I spent time getting the optional everything. Yeah, same. Not here. everything. I I mean, just there there were so many different things that you could do. It's namely those aeons, but there were also just you know basically building up your character and making them beasts before going into that whole final sequence. It was just, yeah. There was that one. Uh, you could just spam holy on the final, 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 final boss over and over. Right, and I actually think that's the only way to sort of beat it. Probably, and I'm pretty sure you would make sure to have the damage cap broken, you know, so you could just do so much damage. Yeah, because you, you had to meet a specific requirement to yep. get over 9,999. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, 2v1 podcast, Final Fantasy X. It's 2015. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I recently walked, I went and got gas early, and I... There's a red box there I walked past, and uh, it showed, like, obviously it showed the Xbox One games that it had um, right on the front, and Star Wars Battlefront was one of them, and for hmm, about right. a half of a second, I thought about getting it, and then I realized I saw everything I really wanted to see in the beta. I want to see the other maps, just because of how good it looks. Yeah, I agree with so that, but it's I'm going. Still... I'm going to play more of it at some point. Definitely, never buying it. At some point, I agree. It... I, I even considered doing. Um, have you guys heard of EA Access? Yes. I considered doing that because you get to play it for like ten hours, and I... it's five dollars a month. <laughs> I I don't know what it is. So what is it exactly? A, a new service? It's a. Uh, I think it's been around for a while now, but. I could be wrong. I think it's only on Xbox, which is super weird because I was going to do it on PC. Right. It's just a it's a service that EA offers. It's five dollars a month where they let you play specific games for an unlimited amount of time. So it's kind of like 
it's kind of like Sony's PlayStation Now thing where they have specific titles that you can just play by paying a monthly fee. EA has their own for EA games. And um, with new games like Star Wars, they limit you to like total of 10 hours or something. That's weird. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but I know you can at least sign up for a month, play Battlefront for a limited amount of time, and then just cancel it, which is what I was considering doing. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I doubt I ever get to it. Yeah, I just want to see other stuff. I, I didn't like the gameplay enough to go back to it and like play it a lot. Like If I'm going to play a shooter, I'm going to play Destiny or Halo. Yeah. Yeah. I, and that's my my biggest mini crisis right now in life is I play too much Halo. So <laughs> <laughs> too much. Yeah, I mean at least I'm really enjoying it. But damn. Um, on the other hand, I am very excited to play Tomb Raider because I keep hearing nothing but good. Release date? Oh, it's out. It's, oh, out, it's out already. But, okay. but just on Xbox. Yeah. Okay. I forgot about that. Yeah. So that will be my next. My next game. I considered red boxing that also because I kind of just want to see it. I'm mm-hmm. not totally worried about completing it. I, yeah. I'll let you go first this time, Nick. And then if it warrants a playthrough, I'll go for it after your recommendation. I I don't know how good the story is. I've read reviews. It's got good scores. I don't think the story is going to be anything that I'm worried about really seeing the whole thing. I just want to kind of do more of the tomb raiding stuff. And you know what? I guess it, what I can see happening is just throwing it in just to see it. Like you said, and then all of a sudden being like, Oh, I kind of want to keep seeing more of it. And, and finally ended up beating it. And if that's the case, I'd rather wait and play it on PC, which is like in a month and a half or something. So, yeah, it's pretty soon. For for whatever reason, they're not making that one wait a long time. They're only making PlayStation 4 wait until, like, next November or something. <laughs> but yeah, even pretty much all the reviews and everything I've heard, everything does mention, like, the first game being good, but, you know, needing some minor adjustments and some new additions to it, in which Rise of the Tomb Raider did. So even the people that said that the first one was just okay for them, they did end up really enjoying this one, which is good to mm-hmm. hear. It it looks like it has a lot more depth and variety, yeah. Like you actually ha- have like different outfits that are technically armor and have stats and stuff, which I had no idea mm-hmm. that was what they added. So that's kind of fun. And the, a little bit the craziest thing about it is you actually raid tombs. Like, who would ever have thought of that? Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That was Nick's biggest complaint besides the shooting gallery in the first one. Yeah, and and the more I thought about it, I watched I watched a couple videos for the new one just to see what it was and to see how beautiful it was because apparently it's gorgeous. And it looks gorgeous even watching videos online, which never really gives you the full feel for it just because of the internet and shit. But... The thing that I realized that I didn't like so much about the first one was that you really did just shoot people all the time. So, like, maybe I wouldn't hate the shooting as much if it was broken up more often with tomb raiding and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think I want to say that is something else they did address with the new one is, yes, there are probably some shooting areas, but it, it is a lot more stealth based than the prior. I'm sure it pigeonholes you into situations yeah. where you have to kill a lot of people no matter what. Like even even the stealth stuff, I don't know. I I don't think you could kind of be stealthy in the first one, couldn't you? Yeah. So, it, and it never happened. It it, would, it felt like you would trigger people like immediately anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I intend to potentially even get it tomorrow since I am pretty much done with fallout yes which is so crazy yeah a little underwhelmed but that's okay yeah let let's let's jump into that because i want to know why and josh only has he beat what did you do 24 hours 24 24 hours got me through 
a decent amount of side quests and the entire main quest. I am going back and I made sure to make a save to see the other like major difference for the ending. Because obviously that's something you have to do with, with it being a Bethesda game. But um, mm-hmm. So I'll do that and that'll probably add another two or three hours. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I just wasn't feeling it as much as I did three. I don't know what it was. It's tough to explain. Um, about New Vegas? I didn't like New Vegas very, like, okay. pretty much at all. So you're three, four New Vegas ranking-wise? Yeah, I'd say so. Um, I was super underwhelmed with the main quest line in general. I wasn't expecting too, too much from it, but the ending is not great. Yeah, it sounds like it's not a satisfying conclusion. No. Um, I didn't really care about any of the characters in the entire thing. and I, I don't either. Yeah. Um, I like I like one guy. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I nothing compelled me to explore like I did with three. Be right back. And that's what's crazy to me. I, I, but yeah, I don't know. I I get the feeling you don't because it is so much like three. It, 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 you know, it's possible. I don't think it's something that I can just set my finger on and be like, yes, this is the exact reason why. It's just I I don't feel the need to wander around looking for things. Yeah, I like uh, I like doing it just to occasionally come across like one of those entries in a computer terminal and read like a really tiny story based on the area you're in. Mm-hmm. That's the most interesting stuff to me. Mm-hmm. That's why I like exploring that and, that in cask of Amontillado references. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. And you mentioned it last podcast, Nick, but I didn't play enough to really realize it. But the map itself is much smaller than three. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. I, more I feel really underwhelmed just looking at it, Josh. Yeah, absolutely, and you can immediately tell just looking at it. But it, it, there is, there are more areas in a, like a smaller. There's more areas to enter in a smaller portions of the map. If that makes sense, like when you're, yeah, in, it's dense. Yeah, it's very dense. There's the word that would have fit that perfectly. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, especially down in Boston area, but I, I want to say that's one of the reasons why I'm, I don't like it as much is I don't like roaming around in a tight city. Like everything down there is tight and yeah, like opposed to the wasteland in three, everything was, it was fairly sprawling. You could encounter just random caves and, and other vaults. I haven't encountered i was going to ask you yes i was going to ask you about the vaults because i've only been in one other one and it was because it was part of the main quest yep that's the only other one i was into and i mean there could be others i'm sure there are but nothing led me to them and nothing made me want to go find them on my own yeah and you could find a bunch in three Mm -hmm. yeah and and i for reference haven't done hardly any of the main quest i did like I think the first ma- major arc where you go to Diamond City and go from there. Mm-hmm. And then I abandoned it again. And I have like 27 or something hours in it. Um, And I've explored a significant amount of the map. Like just walking around because that's what I like to do. Mm-hmm. And I haven't come across even a, a marker for another vault. Mm-hmm. Like, like on my little compass where it kind of leads you in a direction. Haven't seen one. Yeah, I didn't even think of it like that. Yeah. It does have those little uh, glyphs or whatever you want to call them at the bottom. Yeah, they'll show like the outline down on the compass mm-hmm. if you haven't been there yet. I, I do want to applaud the radiation storms, though. Yeah, the the weather stuff in general is really cool, mm-hmm. actually. The, like the, fo- the, the fog, when it gets really foggy, it's super dense and you can't see anything. I, I really like that, too. Yeah, those those storms genuinely frighten me like, every time yeah, they they're scary going on. And I've I've seen numerous of them, and every time I, I they just worry me for some reason. Yeah, I usually just I uh, fast travel away from them every time. Yeah, think about that in real life. Just every yeah, just everything being bathed in radiation, turning green, and just. <laughs> uh. And yeah, think about being a ghoul, just <laughs> just being just one. being one. Yeah, basically immortal too. Mm-hmm. If you happen to keep your uh, mind, and 
I want to talk about Nate real quick. Your uh, the actual name of your character. Oh, is that his base name? That, I don't yeah, even remember. Name, Nate. Okay. Um, I really like, and this is super sarcastic. I really like how he just <laughs> leaves the vault. The world is devastated. He doesn't even wink, like beat an eye. Oh, out. just all right. Yeah, dude. Cool. It's really. Yeah, it's, I've been frozen for two hundred years. He doesn't panic and have a heart attack over that. Yeah, and then also they really. I I thought about this too, and we didn't even talk about. We just kind of glossed over how that game opens. Like, you you wake up because people are raiding the vault. They steal your child and shoot your wife. That happens within like ten seconds, and there's like no impact. Because it all happens so fast, and then they barely talk about it. Like, yeah, the main quest is to find your son, but it just it just feels like you have no motivation. Yeah, it's, again, underwhelming. It made but me I laugh. I expect that. I, I, saw, I saw a great meme that was about Fallout, and it, it had, like, the plot of each game or something. And then for Fallout 4, all the plot was was an image of the guy screaming in heavy rain, Sean! <laughs> oh my god that video Sean. so good yes so fallout I, i'm never I, in power armor either i don't know yeah i only use it i use it occasionally like i'll play for a couple hours just running around um without it and then if i decide like okay i'm gonna just explore a bunch of areas and try and kill everything there i'll jump in it so i don't really have to worry too much um and just like blow everybody up. I have a lot of fun in it, and it's fun to upgrade it. It has, a, it actually has a pretty deep upgrade system. That's cool. Am I naive saying you're practically invincible in it? No, no, you are not. Yeah. Okay. That, that's actually okay. what's, that's what's kind of weird about it is, I feel like it doesn't prevent that much damage, um, like kind of at all. I I don't know. I it's definitely a noticeable amount. I guess, okay, so I have it upgraded to the fourth level. Sure. It's, like, Model D. So, and you can you can upgrade in all individual pieces to different model levels. It's A through F. Don't you I have a perk for D. that? Yeah, you have to armorer. Yeah, I didn't put Just, I think any points It's that. armorer and um, science. I think you have to have science leveled up, too. I have all of mine at D, and a... Um, a couple mods on every piece. And, like, if I go into an area that's full of, like, super mutants or something, I still get messed up. Like, you're, the pieces actually break really quick, mm -hmm. and then you you still end up taking a lot of damage. Okay, um, I, the, I did have to use it in one mission. Uh, it, I was getting my ass handed to me, so I figured I'd throw it on and see what happened. So, I end up doing the mission, and about halfway through... Each individual piece actually breaks on me. That's how insane this mission was. Yeah. So once every single piece broke, I noticed that when I got shot, it took off almost nearly all of my health, which makes me think that when every individual piece of your armor breaks, it doesn't take into account the armor you're actually wearing on your character. It's like you're naked. It yes. probably doesn't. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, don't, I don't... That might explain it. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's a thing, but... With how quickly I was losing my health, it makes me believe that's that is, which is kind of shitty. It is, and that's what that's what I'm saying. Like when whenever I'm in it, and I feel like, oh man, I'm actually really strong. I have this upgraded and whatever. As soon as one piece gets broken, they all just start breaking like pretty fast, mm -hmm. and and I'm taking a lot of damage and still having to heal myself the same amount as if I'm like just fighting them without the power armor. So yeah, you're right. It probably doesn't take that into account, like what you're wearing inside of it. Yeah. And that's weird. Which is why I don't wear it. Yeah. Hmm. I kind of like just stomping around in it because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> and you can get a jetpack too. I don't have it yet. Yeah, but I, did I think that's hilarious. See, yeah, that's funny. And the, the stealth one. The stealth one is ridiculous. I'm hoping that once I... Uh, become more addicted and you know 10 years from now and I hope I'm the one who just gets totally 
submersed into it and i can give it nothing but love i'm hoping for that we'll see what happens <laughs> wasn't that supposed to happen when it came out alex well it was and i don't know if that's my fault or the game's fault or if i'm getting old that's a scary thought but <laughs> um you know it could be any factor but one thing i do know is i think still overall there's i think it's i think it's what i'm looking for i just need to dedicate more time to it because everybody is playing it every time like every time when i get on to play halo everybody's willing to change over but they're they're playing fallout and they're like yeah hold on i gotta finish <laughs> you know like armin and Brozich uh-huh. and all those guys that's they are just playing the hell out of it yeah i mean i'm i'm playing it all the time too yeah how much time do you have now nick i i think like 27 or so hours do you know what level you are off the top of your head 25 maybe yeah i think i'm like 26 or 27 and there's there's obviously there's a lot more josh beat it relatively quickly you know within a day's worth of playing time 24 hours 25 hours whatever but we also have another friend who (laughs) funny story he's never been to diamond city yet and he has 50 hours in yes so it's there that is (laughs) wild plenty of things to do so now actually this brings a question to my head josh you said you did a lot of the side quests, right? Maybe I didn't do as many as I thought because I'm I'm a hundred percent positive there's way more out there for me to actually get that I haven't. But well, see, I'm not so convinced. Well, here's okay, actually, perfect because I wanted to bring because I up. actually kind of don't think there are that many. Thank you for bringing this up because I would have forgotten about it. So I don't know how far along you are with each individual faction. So you got the railroad, the Minutemen, and the Brotherhood. Um, well, and it's just those three that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, throughout okay. the entire game, that's pretty much it, I think. Okay. Um, so I'm sure you've at least noticed for one or two of them, but the side quests you receive from each individual faction are just an endless repetitive quest. They're, they're fetch quests that's, basically to get you to new areas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. each faction has that. Like, yes. each faction has their main leader that you'll get the main side quest from. And then they also have maybe two or three other people in their camp that will give you these, just like you said, fetch side quests. And all they are, are yeah. just, they're, they're the same thing. Yeah, so so let's let's move past those, which actually seems to be a significant portion of the side quest stuff. Mm-hmm. I get the feeling that there isn't that much. Um. Yeah, because I have like I have I told you guys that I was starting to get overwhelmed with quests, but I did a couple of them like I saw them all the way through and my list got a lot shorter very quickly Mm -hmm. and I haven't come across any any more really and I've seen a big portion of the map so I don't know where else I would get them from. Yeah and relating it back to three i feel like three just had a a very good variety of of you know different quest lines like none of them it's been too long i don't really remember none of them really felt repetitive and also three had numerous moments throughout the game that you would do a quest and be like that quest was fucking cool like we all remember the megaton potentially blowing up megaton Um, so great we all remember the one where uh you go into that what was it computer program or whatever yeah oh, right that simulation the simulation yep. like those were really good quests sanctuary was Sa- cool yes sanctuary yeah. um having finished the the main quest in in four i couldn't tell you one yeah and and you didn't even do one of the ones that i've done um that we were talking about the other night where you are like a superhero you're playing like the role of a, su- a comic book superhero I did not. And where is that? How'd you get that? That's in Good Neighbor. Okay. Um, and, and so I really thought that was cool. And I, this isn't spoiling anything. I'm not going to talk about the beats of it. It was really cool. I love the idea. It was it was funny. It was mostly well written. It was it had a really bad ending to it. Like it was really unsatisfying, and. It kind of had like a speech check at the end hmm. to get the best ending with it. And I had that again with a Brotherhood of Steel side quest. 
So two major side quests ended poorly because I couldn't pass a speech check. I'm glad you brought that up because A, that sucks, and B, with... It was was it sort of just those two or however many examples, or did you find that to be a pretty big thing throughout the game, and should I start putting points into that? Well, it was just those two so far. Those are really the only two major ones that I've actually completed outside of the stuff we talked about, like the, uh, the fetch quest ones. Right. Where you kind of just go to an area, kill everything, and report back to somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, I have high charisma. And I couldn't pass most of them. Yuck. So I don't really know how how high it needs to be. I, I it, it's it's weird. Like I don't have a feel for my chances of passing it. Like the they show it um they show the speech checks as a color. As colors in your dialogue, yeah. And like yellow is the most likely that you're gonna pass and red you won't pass. But I've I have I have failed a ton of just yellow ones. Wasn't it over the course of me playing? Wasn't it the actual percentage number in three? Yes, it, it was. They showed, yeah, they showed a percentage. Why would I mean, they I'm sure. That? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I miss. That I'm stuff. sure. I'm sure they're still doing it that way. Like numbers wise, behind the scenes, it's still a percentage. Absolutely. But yeah, I don't know. It it just feels like I'm never passing them, and they they probably moved away from that because they went into that. They went into this whole different dialogue thing where it just shows you four really basic choices instead of the full sentence that you could say in, in three in New Vegas. And, and usually tons more options. Yes, and more options usually. Yeah, the actually, you're right. With this one, there's really not much to talk about with people. Yeah, and see, I miss that. I mean, even if... For, forget about the whole I silent protagonist that. thing. I, I liked the way the conversations worked. Yeah, I just realized you don't really get a chance to talk to people that much. And it also makes me laugh. Sometimes whenever you're having a conversation with somebody, they you can just hear your guy being like, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I love <laughs> it's that. It's like, that sounds really weird. They'll be talking about really serious things. He's like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, think, I think that is hilarious, though. Yeah, I, I do, too. It's almost like they are obsessed with filling that silence with some sort of noise to acknowledge, look, your character speaks now. It, it's so contrived. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to start and, doing but, it to you guys when you're talking on the podcast. And it's also like... <laughs> It's it's also like a, it feels like a joke on their part where like mm, yeah. okay we know we we know people are gonna skip through the dialogue yeah. so let's mm-hmm. add in this little little <laughs> line to make everybody feel like they're an asshole for skipping it yeah I heard that if you get drunk and go into a conversation he does it even more often like in a drunkenly way oh, that'd be oh. funny That's I've also funny. noticed a couple of interactions where. I said my part, or the guy says his part, and then the camera goes to me, and it's just on me Yep, for a solid five seconds, which is an eternity when you're thinking about what an awkward situation that would be. And he doesn't even end up saying anything. Mm -hmm. I've had that. Um, There's there's other, if you wait for a really long time to say anything, the character you're talking to will mention it, and that's pretty (laughs) funny, too. Um, Yeah. We need to show more love for Fallout, but here we are again, well, half an well, hour. In. So that's what's so. I I I like I said last episode. I I'm having really a lot of fun playing it. Like I'm really enjoying my time. But when you start talking about it critically, it's I don't know. You know, it's there are there are shortcomings. It has a lot of shortcomings. Yeah, it's not it's not easy to look past them. Uh, but I uh. I, I um, never thought I would say this come the launch of Fallout 4, but I think I liked Skyrim more. I absolutely like Elder Scrolls more. I always have. Yeah, I have too, but I agree that I think that's crazy coming from you, Josh. Mm-hmm. For yeah. Sure. I mean, I definitely put way more time into Skyrim. I think I S- hit Skyrim also has... Skyrim also just flat out has more content. Oh, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I kind of wish I didn't. I mean, it, it, 
I don't want to say I kind of, like it, it doesn't belong in the game because who am I to say what doesn't doesn't belong in a game? But the I, the whole settlement thing, I just wish it wouldn't have had. But but it doesn't impact you at all. Um, I are you saying like they wasted saying, time? Though, on as it? you know, I I'm not a huge fan of it anyway. And even though it doesn't matter, which is nice, they don't force you to do it. I, I still feel compelled to well, worry about it, and that but you that's don't, my fault. Don't, yeah, don't, yeah, okay. don't. Just <laughs> okay, get, just, just don't feel that way. Every time I boot it up, and, stop. And that's it, not it's stupid. That's not why I said that too, because Alex, I'm the same way, and not once that I feel compelled to do it. Um, okay, yeah, it's there's no reason to do any of th- it. Trust there me. There is a couple missions though that yes. you're required to. Um, yeah, and it's easy experience, mm-hmm. but to do the only reason I say that is because I just feel like that took away from resources they could have been putting somewhere else because that obviously yeah, had to take a lot Yeah, that's of... always the worry, yeah. Yeah, and who knows if that was really the case. Mm-hmm. I mean, because it's so not fleshed out, it, you you never know. They might have just they could have thrown, thrown that, that together thrown pretty that quick. Together. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. Whatever. I um I still had fun with it. Yeah. And uh, I, I did want to mention I am uh, not worrying about being encumbered anymore because there's just no reason to, and I took that away on the PC version. Ooh. I gave myself a thousand inventory space. Okay. Nice. Another thing I'm happy you brought up because I would have completely forgot about it. More shit talking. No, <laughs> actually no. In this case, good. Um, so your uh your PC mods, um, I completely forgot that. Mods are coming to Xbox. <laughs> right, but who knows when and in what form. And how well they'll work. Yes, but awesome. still. I mean, that's kind of cool. And I want to oh, say totally a first. Cool. It's, it, it actually isn't, but it is the first, like, major one. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would That is probably going to take off in some way. So... Unless you guys have anything else Fallout related, um, two quick updates myself. Just uh, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and talk about Halo, but for anybody who doesn't know, they did release the since our last episode. They released that what is it, Shadow and Light or whatever update. Mm-hmm. What is that? I, name, I don't know. I hate it. I hate it. it doesn't okay. need a name. <laughs> so yeah, I don't. I don't get any of that. I was. I would have rather yeah. they just did like update one, update two. Yeah. Yeah. Update three. Way easier to refer to, but. Anyways, worth bringing up. It's definitely so they they added big team battle, which is very good. I have found that you either get destroyed or you destroy. There's very little room in between and except for some very heated stronghold battles that seem to go back and forth a lot, Mm -hmm. which I think is cool. But I do not like stronghold. Yeah, it's definitely not my favorite. It's growing on me. Mm. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I like whenever it's a heated battle and it's going back and forth. Whenever you feel hopeless and you just have to sit in it because you're afraid to quit out of arena, that sucks. But anyway, so they added big team battle. They added four new maps. Well, new, I say in quotes. So they right. have um, they have a remake of Valhalla slash Ragnarok slash Blood Gulch, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> that's an inside joke. Um, Longbow, uh, Recurve, which is a cleverly renamed remake. Um, help me out, Josh. Headlong. Okay, Headlong, which looks horrendous. Like, it's... Oh my god, it's such a joke. Yeah, they they made it, they almost made it with, like, the breakout graphics, except it's, like, some spots look okay, and other parts look horrible, and I just realized I love the map, I hate the overall presentation. I've, I've decided... You you can tell that they were just like, oh, let's just get this out. Yeah. And, and that's really annoying. Yeah, and it's hard to complain when it's free, but still. Like, ugh. And I don't know. I'm going to complain because the game itself doesn't look that I good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did want to mention some things about this that I've been thinking about. Um, Go ahead. And the fourth one, Standoff. You didn't say Standoff, I don't think. Thank you. Thank um, you. Very good. Go ahead. Okay. I love Big Team. I will continue to play it. I'm so happy it was added. What I'm not happy about, though, is A... And we, we spoke about this last time, how uh, it wasn't around at launch, which is fine. I get why they did that. But I, I feel like from a Halo perspective, that should have been should have been launch. Um, w- without question, you are correct. And B, the more important one, four maps is okay. 
but not when all four maps are just remade maps by Forge. There needs yeah, there I, needs to I be brought that up actual last night. Halo maps. I agree with you. I brought that up last night, Nick, on re recurve, which I hate by the way. Like it's a shitty remake of Longbow. Is that the snow? Yes. yes. One? Okay. And it, it's frustrating because I seriously loved Longbow. Actually, I I, I associate that in Ragnarok most strongly with my heavies days in four. So I loved that map. I don't like the way it looks. I don't like the way it feels. It's very condensed. It's it's crap. I just I really don't like it. And on top of everything else, it's shoddily made. There's there's one more um okay, let's say let's say you're looking in the direction that the tank is facing. The base on the left, if you follow the wall on the far, far, far left, there's a hole in the wall where rocks meet. Like you can tell it was it was sloppily put together on Forge. Really? Yeah, I'm serious. There's a hole. Yeah, there's a... I was like, There's a couple what? of things like that I noticed on other maps, too. And that's all because they are Forge maps. Yeah, I, like, I don't that's want Forge funny. maps. I want you to make maps. A Forge map is different. That's for users. Yeah. And maybe, you know, people can submit them, and then people, ones that are really liked, then they introduce them. I liked how they kept things fresh in four, even though I sort of didn't like those either. But it was an option. And so it worries me. Good. Because they did announce all maps that they ever launch are going to be free. But is this going to be the future? I don't see them supporting Big Team Battle that much. Well, not even just with that, but all the maps that they do put out, are they just going to be community-made Forge maps? They they could very well rely heavily on that. You never know. I think... is a cop out and they are to- it is a totally out. just banking on them saying oh free maps and everyone's like oh yeah good they're doing free maps when in reality every they're making them every <laughs> halo has had this already you just had to get them mm-hmm. on your own mm-hmm. right and and they would incorporate some anyway yeah. in the old ones mm-hmm. absolutely well so moving on from the maps and all good points josh um, they updated a few things in Warzone Assault, which the two most notable ones, even though I sort of didn't notice a huge difference, is your power rec level in the green hexagons. They increase faster in Assault now. And you only spawn with one grenade, which I think has changed things drastically. It sounds really small, but it does help. And team SWAT mm-hmm. respawns are now three seconds instead of one. So instead of getting killed every one second when you spawn, you can at least sit back and stew for a second, and then you get killed again. Yeah, those respawns were too Those quick. were horrendous. So yeah. anyways, overall, good changes. Uh, the The map thing is troublesome, worrisome, but we'll see where that goes. And I am making a follow-up on last week's podcast. I'm going to make one second and final appeal. Play Numa. Really <laughs> cool game. Really, the music was really great, and it's still free in November. So download it while you can. Oh right, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I because I finished that uh, not too long after last podcast, and I just really enjoyed it. I think it was great for free. Do not pay twenty dollars for it. Why not? If you like the game, support it. It. I would love to, I would like the idea of supporting it, Josh. It's not worth twenty dollars. It's just it's not long enough. How many hours did you get into it? But oh dude, it's if if okay, <laughs> embarrassingly, there was one puzzle that I'm not exaggerating. I spent over two hours on, only to realize that it was unsolvable in that room and at that time. I actually as I've talked to you guys before about with puzzle games, I'm a stickler for not under any circumstances, looking things up. Like, it bothers me because I know I'm smart and I know I can solve these things. And whenever I can't, it just drives me insane. And I I finally, I had spent so much time doing this that I ended up having, my girlfriend had to look it up. And I was like, give me, you know, really, really, really vague hints. And she was basically like, you can't solve this right now. And I was like, damn. So it kind of sucks that they, I don't know how they would even communicate this, but it, I actually end That's up referring to it as more of an Easter egg, the way that it works. But And I won't spoil anything. You can look it up if you want. But anyhow, that one is in, I want to say that's in Chapter 6. So if you get to one in Chapter 6, which is the last one before the epilogue, if that happens and you're stuck for a really long time, that's it's likely that you're on that puzzle. But that was legitimately my only complaint. The ending ended up having a really interesting message i guess i'll say 
and the hmm. present the presentation of how it wraps up gameplay wise and visually i can't explain it any any other way was one of the coolest things i've seen in a long time just it was it was sweet so i'll leave it at that yeah but that's cool yeah and i i just went off on a i was dovetailing down the road there josh you asked how long if you don't get stumped for a really long time on anything you could get through it in in between two and three hours i would say Wow. Yeah, that is really short. Yeah, that that's the only reason that I think twenty bucks would be a little bit steep, but that's just me. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. That's always a hard thing. Yeah, I mean who am I to set a price on anything? I'm just saying me personally, I wouldn't have gotten twenty dollars worth of value, but it'd be cool to support. I definitely think it would be a great ten dollar game. And I'm just basing that off of I think that's what I saw it was on Steam. Really? I actually didn't even know if it was on PC. I thought so. But yeah, everybody download it. At least you'll have it. And if you decide you want to play it, it's Portal. It is basically <laughs> Portal. So if you liked Portal, you will like that Confirmation game. Confirmation that it is $20 on Steam. Cool. Yeah, I was cool, I was cool. just checking too. Huh. Those were the two little updates I wanted to provide though. I I started another game. What do you got? Undertale. I'm excited. Which we... Which we mentioned last week because it's up for a couple, a couple or one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, with uh, the game awards. Um, yeah, I I had been meaning to play it, and today just felt like the right time because I'm not to go back to Fallout, but I think I might kind of take a break with Fallout a little bit, just because I don't want to get burnt out on it, mm-hmm. and I kind of want to wait and see what happens with mods. So. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and wrap up like some other games from this year. But Undertale is a 2D RPG turn-based. Um it's it's kind of hard to explain, but the the defining thing about it is you don't have to fight anything if you don't want to. And that's what is pretty cool about it because it has like the random encounter stuff like in the old Final Fantasies where when you're just walking around you might just initiate a battle. And it's it's called an RPG but you don't really get experience or level up. It's like not the focus. You have this opportunity every time you get attacked by a monster to just talk to them. <laughs> And and it's done really well because the the whole story is that you're some kid that fell down a hole into this other realm of monsters. And these monsters are stuck underground by some magic barrier. They can't get up to the surface. But at one point, they used to live in harmony with humans or something. So, like, they all talk. They all, they all have personalities and, and whatnot. So every time you come across a character or an enemy or something, that specific enemy will have traits only only that enemy type would have. Like one might be timid or one might try and impress you by dancing or something. Like it, Those are just two examples I can think of real quick, but there's a lot of them. And by talking to them, you have multiple options on how to talk to them. Like... You can be a nice person. You can insult them. You can try flirting with them, <laughs> which which I thought was super weird because you're a child. Um, but yeah, it's that's the coolest part about it is whenever you go into a battle, it's like, oh, I'm in a battle. This is a turn-based game. I'm going to pick fight. But the game actually wants you to not fight. Mm-hmm. Like there's a major focus on not fighting. If you want to, you can, though. And it has multiple endings and multiple ways to approach things, so that is part of it. Like, if you decide to be a bastard and want to kill everything, you can. But that's not the point, and that's what's really interesting, is that it explains these systems to you pretty quickly and focuses on you being a nice person and kind of, like, trying to talk your way out of everything, but you don't have to. And it's really cool that it handles both of those in different ways. Right. And it, like, 
you it actually does a really good job of making you feel bad when you have to fight things because there has there were a few times where I had to fight things I didn't have a choice and it it's just it's really cool it's definitely a unique thing and I'm really enjoying it I, I only played it maybe for like two hours but yeah yeah nice good I think it's a good idea to take a little detour that way you can you don't want you don't want to have Fallout done and then have the mods come out and then Yes, that's what I'm worried about. Yeah, your only reason would be to try the mods, whereas now you could do them while playing the game and get more, I think, yeah. enjoyment out of them. Yeah, and and like this is a game that's totally different gameplay that uh, breaks up breaks it up that way too. Right. Hey, also, two v one movie corner. I implore <laughs> you, corner. go see The Martian. And I implore you yeah. to go read The Martian. Yeah, yeah, because Josh is loving that, and I loved the movie. It's it's a long one, which was and it, it was warranted. Oh, it was two and a half, I uh, think. I had no idea. It's mm. well, it's a Ridley Scott movie. Yeah. I don't want to see that in theaters then. <clears throat> oh, Nick, it was really great though. I'll wait <laughs> as long as you don't have to pee. But um, yeah, the, I realize I don't like like I have no problem with long movies. I don't want to be in a theater that agreed. long. Yeah, this this was. I, I go so sparingly. I mean, I legitimately go yeah. a couple of times a year so, at most, but and for all Tarantino movies. But past that, I, I do agree with you. It's just I sort of don't go out of my way for it. But this was one I made an exception for, and it was unbelievable. And you know, everybody, it you're. It's easy to immediately compare it. Oh, Interstellar, because it's a space movie. It's a grandiose space movie. They came out within a year of each other, and they both have Matt Damon in it. Okay, <laughs> that's that's where the similarities end. Like, I don't know why people uh, have to compare it so much. Interstellar relies heavily on your imagination and just really, really cool ideas, whereas The Martian, f- for a regular layperson, as far as I can tell, is rooted and grounded pretty pretty well in science, and it's very plausible. And it was just... It was magnificent. I absolutely loved it. And it's also the whole movie is laced with dry humor. Good dry humor. Yeah, that's how the book is like that, too. I'm sure it is. So go see The Martian. Yeah, I tend to when it comes out. I can't tell you the last movie I saw in theaters. I saw Jurassic World. <laughs> that was funny. I'm glad we went to that. It was it was actually hilarious. I saw a pre-screening of the movie coming out. I want to say in February, and it's called Pride and Prejudice. I'm oh my god, Alex! Pride and Prejudice with Zombies. Horrible. Yeah, I mean, just the name alone, obviously, but horrible. I mean, I, it was one of those movies. I was I was upset. I couldn't get that time back. <laughs> I want. I wanted a time refund. I want to say the last yeah. movie I saw in the theaters was The Dark Knight Rises. Oh wow, wow, that was a long time yeah. ago. My my favorite part of the zombie movie was the first thirty seconds because Charles Dance is in it. I was like, nice Charles Dance, and then the rest of the movie was horrible. <laughs> yeah, um, Jessica Jones just came out on Netflix. I'm real excited for that. Super pumped. Need to start that. Did, uh, I was just gonna ask if you no, started not yet, it, but maybe I will tomorrow. Seen again, seen nothing but good. So couldn't tell you a single thing about that character. I know very little. Um, but have never even heard the name. Me neither. Yeah, it's another Marvel character. Uh, yeah. So just part. Then of- I have heard it. Now that you put it in that context, I've heard it. That's where my knowledge ends. She um. She uh, is married to Luke Cage, or at least was at oh. one point. I don't know. She's been around for a while. Sigh. I probably had a card of her in War of Heroes. Kill me. <laughs> Kill me. S- sigh. <laughs> yeah. Um, Josh, you didn't tell us about your final opinions on Creed, oh, did you? Oh, shit, no. I forgot about that. That game disappeared, yeah. What happened? Oh, no, I enjoyed it. I just forgot to mention it. Um, Good. It was good. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, definitely my probably my favorite from a gameplay perspective. Um, Over Black Flag. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, especially because they added the I don't know, whatever you want the line launcher version of Creed, whatever it's called, the grappling hook. I don't know. Um, okay. Or in Batman, the grapnel. 
Yeah, oh, <laughs> but whatever. the made now up they, word. For yeah, now reason. that they have that and they introduce that, any game that comes out in the Creed series from here on out, if it does not have that, you're not going to play it. I might not. Yeah, I, I um, hear so, you. Well, see, I, I, I kind of felt that way with Black Flag, and I think we talked about that with the ship thing. Is like, how do you go to not having a ship? So I guess if it is one that's totally landlocked, mm-hmm. it should always have this. We're talking about Assassin's Creed Syndicate, yeah. by the way. Good call, Nick. <laughs> I, it, but it makes it makes everything so much easier. Yeah, like, I'm sure because getting around in those games was a nightmare forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can. It, it launches so far; it's so unrealistic. Good. Yeah, you sent I mean, a couple of snaps, and it was great. Good. Yeah. Um. So that mixed with just their improvements in the actual um, fighting mechanics is it's spot on in this game. It's so much better. Um, the story was legit. It was fun. Really? Uh, the uh, the actual syndicate portion in London was fun. I, I really liked um, I really liked the characters. Uh, they were very well done. Cool. Um, the, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah. It, See, okay, here's where I'm at with the Because that's the stuff I haven't heard about, is that no one really cared about the characters or story. I, I did. I liked it. I thought it was really well put together. The story was comprehensible. Um, it was, <laughs> that's it was a, fun. That's new. That's it was fun. <laughs> that is new. Here's my big issue, though. So, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it the original trilogy of, of the Creed series. Um, and spanning, it, like, six games. Yeah, spanning, like, six games. Um... <laughs> But when I say that, I, I'm pretty much purely referencing any of them that had Desmond in it. Um, right, right. Quite frankly, during that time, I loved the present day material in Creed. I, I liked playing as Desmond. I thought it was all really cool. Ever since, and it's been long enough, I'm going to say it, spoiler warning, ever since Desmond dies, um, they don't really do much in present day at all. Right. Because I don't think they know what to do. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, there's there's been no actual present day gameplay. I don't even remember which one did that happen in Black Flag. Three, three, three. Yeah, three. It, so non memorable. Yeah. Um, I didn't remember. Yeah, but like I, I did initially think all of that was pretty cool. But now... I didn't like it after realizing it had something based around 2012 i thought that was the dumbest oh shit yeah i agree nick yeah but okay this is all coming back now i know why i deliberately but... forgot it yeah. but see the thing i i, I want to say i could be super wrong with this but i want to say none of that was like ever really directly mentioned and more so just a thing the community kind of found and thought was the the, the it fun. absolutely says it in text okay. but i think you're right it doesn't they don't like talk about it. There's no dialogue. Yeah, but they they alluded to things mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, it, it was very obvious because I I remember telling you guys that I was going to be pissed if that's what the game ended up being about, and it was like the series. I guess it, we we had that conversation forever ago. Yeah. Um. But between, I even want to say from Black Flag and on, and Black Flag is still my favorite Creed, just in general, but. The present day stuff has just been absolute shit, and yeah, it I, was in in Black Flag too. And quite frankly, I think it's just it's been way. If they would just do away with the present day stuff, all of the all of the um, I don't even know what you want to call it, but the actual like the the story that you're in the Animus for, I I don't know what to call it. Um, all of those are still linking together. Like they mentioned Kenway, and you you go to Kenway's house. In, in Syndicate. Oh. so Yeah, because he was British, yeah. So they're all, like, linked, and I think that is really cool. And th- that could be a whole just series in its own not related to the present-day stuff going on. Josh, it's so funny you're saying it that way because before the first Assassin's Creed ever came out, I was just picturing it taking place back then and there not being this animus thing. Yeah. And... When the game came out, I ended up thinking it was neat and it was cool the way it happened. I remember hating that idea that it was just a simulation, basically, mm-hmm. before the game ever came out. Like, that bothered me. Yeah, huh. like, like imagine... I don't know why, but it did. And now and now it's like, because it, it doesn't feel as real to me. That's mm-hmm. what bothered me. Yeah, imagine playing 
playing through every single Creed game from the first one with no present day stuff, but all the stories and like the assassins. And then finding a way to better explain so, all those connections. That could be really I'm, cool. Yeah. I was going to say, how do you, how do you think they would do that? Cause that, that was such a, that was such a major focus of the series from the very beginning, from the first game. Yes. But, the, but still, even though it was a major focus, you could have completely done away with it, and the the rest of the story itself is still perfectly comprehensible as a standalone. Like, and and maybe guess, take time that you spent developing the present day stuff, and just develop more things to explain how everything is connected in reality. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, what what would be the motive? Okay, of the series. Um, then other than templars versus assassins which is stupid in the first place (laughs) well it's funny you say that because i was going to say i think that would be sufficient it's just Uh, the assassins in the templar story leading up to present day like they they obviously can progressively are, are getting closer to present day so why don't they just then eventually transition into the present day stuff and they can eventually transition to an on-the-rails, first-person shooter, turret-ridden yeah. Assassin's Creed present day. Yeah, see, like, I don't want I don't want any of that. I don't, I don't really care about the present-day stuff. I didn't hate it, though. I just think... I just don't really want it to lead to it. Well, think, think about it... Okay, go, year, go years back when the first and the second one just came out. Um, and think of it as, okay, you know, these are standard... These are just just the like uh the old portion of creed there's no present day stuff yeah yeah and then think of it spanning you know 10 15 years into the future and how every launch just get closer and closer to present day and how it will continue explain the the assassins versus the templars from back then before we know what we know now i think that would have been a really cool idea i think josh i totally know what you're saying and i agree i think that's an an interesting alternative way that they could have told the story so i'm just i'm just confused what the conflict is without the present day stuff no he would be you'd be building up to it it's still there and there's a conflict in every game from who you're playing as anyways yeah i I get it josh i think it's that would have been an interesting alternate approach Mm-hmm. I don't know. Either way, Syndicate, I liked it. It it was definitely way better than Unity was. Um, and I'll I'll continue to play him. I mean, I'm. I yeah, like I'm probably gonna play Syndicate very soon. Actually, um, I I was I almost bought it today. It uh, <laughs> it's twenty eight dollars on PC. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Totally worth it. It's fun. It's a good time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I but. I, I like lost interest in really any narrative aspect of it after like the second game. <laughs> like it never that was never really I and I still can't nail down why I like the series or want to play them cuz it's not for that reason. It's not for the story. <laughs> and I don't think it ever will be. I don't know. I think the animus stuff is actually super interesting. I I I thought that was kind of crazy, in all the way back to the first game. I was like, uh, this is this is actually a super weird take on science fiction. Yeah. Um, Nick, whenever you play Syndicate, I'm just gonna warn you now. The the present day stuff, like the three or four short short cutscenes they actually do have, are going to make negative sense to you. Oh, I'm sure. I, I don't expect sen- that's what I mean. Like n- none of it ever did anyway, <laughs> at all. So whatever, that's fine. Yeah, but uh... I I did want to defend one aspect of three that I kind of forgot about. Um, the present day stuff with Desmond in three, not the stuff where you're running around doing the the shitty puzzle in that underground cave. That was awful. But the the situations where you like infiltrated Templar stuff around the world. I thought that was sweet. Like, do you guys remember like the when Coliseum? You... Yeah, yeah. That was in um that was in Brotherhood, I think. Right? At you were Desmond in the Coliseum? Yeah. yeah. I you could very well be right. I'm I talking totally about in remember. three 
in three specifically, it was more of like he was like a globe trotter where I think you went all over the world stealing stuff from the Templars leading up to the end of three. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them was really cool because you like scale a skyscraper and you're doing it, you know, the typical Assassin's Creed climbing, jumping, doing really crazy stuff, but as Desmond. And mm-hmm. I really like that. So I thought that funny. was cool. It, it sounds vaguely familiar at best. I remember yeah, that. I know, and and it's because that game is so forgettable, but it did have some parts that were cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I want to bring up one other thing before we wrap this up too. Uh, so the the backwards compatibility games came out, which we really didn't mention. Um, no, but that we didn't. that came with a dash the dashboard update. Um, yeah, there's 104 of them right now. You know, I could go and read the list, but I'm not going to because no. thank you. Ninety percent of them aren't worth mentioning. A lot of them aren't worth mentioning. Um, Creed Two's on there, which is cool. That was obviously one of the. That's probably the breakout for the series. Um, Definitely, yeah. Nuts and bolts. You're one of yours, Nick. Your favorites. Yeah, and that's been available rare because replay. of Rare Replay. Yeah, yeah. Um, two Dirt games are on there for you. Uh, but the big one that I'm. I didn't even know was on this list until today that I am super excited for because I really wanted to play it when it came out. South Park. Oh, I'm that wasn't already on Xbox one. No PS4. Nope. I didn't know that. Totally getting that. that. It's only $20 right now. I'm genuinely excited to play that game. Yeah. I kind of still want to, but I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been into South Park in a long time. That's the the one thing keeping me from playing it. There would only be three games, really, that I would care about. Um, Obviously, Oblivion. Which isn't on there. Yeah, and or Skyrim. I'm sure they'll add them if they're not go to hell. They probably will because Fallout 3 is. Right. So those two, um, Resident Evil 5, so I can play Mercs. (laughs) Well, and (laughs) 6, for that matter. And lastly, I would love... And it all depends. Although I don't, I don't think it it would change the frame rate. Halo Four would be really nice to be able to play heavies, but that would still be in poopy thirty frames, right? Yeah, and I don't see them doing that solely because of Master Chief Collection. So yeah, you're th- probably correct on that. That won't happen. Plus, yeah. it's moot if it's in thirty frames because I I straight up I hate it. I would love to go back and play four heavies. I can't. It it makes me sick. I think that's I think that's so crazy because like I meant to say this earlier when we were talking about big team battle stuff. I would so prefer that game to be in thirty and look better <laughs> than it does and run at I sixty. Agree. Yeah, it it's just so. What a shortcut for something that, honestly, for me doesn't matter. Well, and really. and that would be fine. I mean, it's I could even you could get used to it again if I stopped playing five and MCC and. I haven't touched MCC, but my point is if I didn't play any of those and I went back to playing just four on 360, I would get used to it after a day or two of playing it nonstop. I kind of want to see what you're talking about. I, I want to know if I notice as much. It's brutal, dude. It is brutal. I mean, it just feels horrible. And I'm not kidding you. Like I remember I've done it sometimes and it almost like makes me queasy. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. Yep. I haven't done it in a while, but I don't see why I would change my opinion on that. I mean, if it happened multiple times before, I'm sure it still would for me. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, I don't have much else unless you guys do. Nope. Nope. I got my plugs in. <laughs> um, I do. Well, actually, I this is real quick. I told Nick the other, this the other day. I don't know if you know this or not, though. Alex is a. Uh, uh, the Souls games are pretty much Miyazaki saying they're, he's not making another Souls game or Bloodborne. Thank God. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty pleased with that. So, that was, that was it. Good. Looking forward to 3. That got a date, I think it was like April next year. Something like that. Looking yeah. forward to 2. <laughs> <laughs> At some point. 20 bucks Black Friday, I think, digitally. Could be a winner for me. Get get a. It's get, not going to be cheaper than that for a while, yeah. So get Far Cry for fifteen bucks. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm jury's still out on that for me. <laughs> That's good. That's another game I almost kind of just want to play for a little bit and not worry about 
beating. Yeah. I completely this... forgot Just Cause comes out in like two weeks. Yeah. The Saints Row of Far Cries. <laughs> yeah. It's like Saints Row in a Far Cry atmosphere. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. I I don't know. It looks fun, looks entertaining. It just doesn't look like anything of value for me other than to see it, just to see yeah, it. Yeah, for you the novelty would probably wear off pretty quickly. Yeah. I haven't I haven't got into the whole like literally a sandbox game other than Metal Gear in a long time. Even GTA, like trying to finish GTA 5 was like a stretch oh, i, I you know, it's so crazy i still haven't played that game i had to force myself to yep, finish it. I, I wonder when i'll get to it adored that game so the good story sucked no way i thought it was great yeah i did hear more all positive the, than negative on that all of the best parts of that game they spent almost no time on and that was the heist stuff alex i promise That's, that yeah. come the day you get it to play it I, i'll buy it again so we can play some online so you can oh boy it. okay yeah, I forgot they did add that, yeah. No interest. Which it's still... <laughs> they still support... They they do. Like, big time. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Nice to hear. Mm-hmm. Alright. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Yep, thanks for listening. That's a wrap. Yes, you can find us every Monday by searching 2v1 Podcast on iTunes and every other service. <laughs> and Twitter and Facebook and all that jazz soundcloud whatever give us feedback subscribe everywhere write us thirty thousand reviews leave us a review and a rating yep enthusiastic appeal bye yeah thanks all (laughs) all right later we did just add a myspace too